Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 23 of the One for the Money podcast. I am both glad and grateful you have taken the time to listen. In this episode, I'll answer the question I get asked most often, which in one form or another is this, will I be able to retire? In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share a tip on how easily you can track your progress towards retirement using the rule of 72. Thank you for listening. Now on with the show. As a certified financial planner, the question I get asked most often is, will I be able to retire? If you don't know the answer to that question, or if you haven't even thought to ask, it's imperative that you know if you're on track, because now is the time to make the adjustments to your saving and spending, because in the years just prior to retirement, it's generally too late. When I'm asked the question, will I be able to retire?, My initial answer begins, as it often does, with the words, well, that depends, because there are quite a few factors we need to consider. Of course, all of these factors are based on assumptions, and more assumptions, and even more assumptions after that. After all, we are making forecasts about the future regarding rates of return, inflation, healthcare expenses, and life expectancy. But there are some standard benchmarks we can use, such as retirement starting at age 65 and a person living until age 90, which would give you a 25-year retirement. Of course, my financial planning practice focuses on early retirement, but we can ultimately make modifications for an early retirement off this baseline. To determine what you will need to retire, the first step is determining how much you will need to spend each year in retirement. And then the second step is determining the sources to produce that income each and every year. So just how much will you need to spend each year? Well, it all depends on how much you're spending now. And it's actually a higher number than you might realize because expenses don't go down as much as you might think. Here are just four examples. The first example is housing costs. More people are taking mortgages into retirement. And for those that don't take a mortgage into retirement, homes get older and they tend to require more repairs and maintenance. But of course, if you don't have a mortgage, it's much easier to retire and retire early. Transportation costs. If you lease your vehicle, your costs won't go down. But if you own, you will save money on gas, but insurance and other costs remain close to the same. Again, if you drive a paid-for vehicle, it's much easier to retire and retire early. Household expenses, heat, air conditioning, food, internet, Amazon Prime, and personal care will be similar to what you are spending now and will increase with inflation. And finally, the fourth example is healthcare expenses and leisure. These two expenses go way up in retirement, especially healthcare. A couple on average spends over $250,000 a year on healthcare in retirement. Regarding your expenses in retirement, Fidelity 
had a study that showed that you should expect to be spending between 55% and 80% of your pre-retirement income each year through retirement. Interestingly, the higher your pre-retirement salary, the smaller a percentage of your working income you may need to replace when you stop working. Let me use an example to help explain. A person making less than $50,000 a year before they retire might need to replace 80% of their pre-retirement income so they can cover $40,000 worth of expenses. Whereas someone making over $200,000 a year may need only 55% of their pre-retirement income to help fund a retirement lifestyle of $110,000 in annual expenses. Well, now that you know approximately how much you will need to spend each year for a typical retirement, step two is determining the sources to produce that income. First, we add up what is sometimes called mailbox money. This is the income that comes in regularly, such as a pension, if you're fortunate to have one. Social security is another example, and rental income could be included as well. We then subtract the annual amounts of this steady income from the total amount of money that you would like to spend each year. The difference between these is what your investments will need to produce. Just how do we determine how large your investment nest egg needs to be to reliably produce this income given the vagaries of the market? Well, introducing the 4% rule, which is a distribution rule derived by a financial planner by the name of Bill Bengen. This rule has been adopted by many in the industry because of its simplicity. The 4% rule was created to meet the financial needs of a retiree even during a worst-case economic scenario, such as a prolonged market downturn. The rule was created using historical data on stock and bond returns over the 50-year period from 1926 to 1976, focusing heavily on the severe market downturns of the 30s and early 70s, distributions during some economically challenging times. Now, Benkin concluded that even during untenable markets, no historical case existed in which a 4% annual withdrawal exhausted a retirement portfolio in fewer than 33 years, which bodes well for an early retirement. All of this put another way is this. The 4% rule was tested during some challenging decades, notably the Great Depression, World War II, and the challenging economic times during the early 70s. But by withdrawing just 4% each year from your retirement portfolio, you wouldn't have run out of money in fewer than 33 years, which is a decently long time. Now, there is additional research, which has been done, most notably by Jonathan Guyton, that shows a 5% withdrawal rate can allow for a more comfortable lifestyle while adding only a little more risk. I'll put a link to the articles regarding withdrawal rates in the show notes. Well, with that in mind, let's determine what amount you'll need to retire and to err on the conservative side, let's assume a 4% withdrawal rate. If you need $40,000 each year from just your investments, given our 4% rule, you would need a million dollars saved for retirement. If you need more than $40,000 a year, well, it's simple multiplication. $2 million will get you $80,000 a year and $3 million well, you get the picture, would get you $120,000 a year, and so on and so on. 
Of course, as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of assumptions baked into these numbers. One of the biggest factors is how long will you be retired? Clearly, the more years you are retired, the more money one will need. It is far easier to know when your retirement may begin, i.e. 60 years of age, rather than to know exactly when it ends. Will it be 75, 85, 90, or 95, or possibly longer? An extra 5 to 10 or even 20 years has an enormous impact on the amount that will be needed. So how can you tell if you're on track? For those that are years from retirement, here is a general rule regarding what you should have saved at different ages. By age 30, you should have one times your salary saved. By age 35, you should have two times your salary saved. Age 40, three times. Age 45, four times. Age 56 times. Age 55, you should have seven times your salary saved. By age 60, you should have eight times your salary saved. And by 67, you should have around 10 times your salary saved. And if you're planning to retire earlier, then you'll want to have even more saved by earlier ages. Because this is a general rule, there are a number of factors that one needs to consider to determine what they need to have saved. Consider the following questions. Will you be receiving an inheritance or would you like to provide one to your family? Do you plan to relocate to another state or even country during retirement, which can greatly impact your expenses and consequently your income needs? Will your current home suit your needs as you age? Will you be carrying a mortgage into retirement or should you consider paying it off first? These are just a few of the factors that one needs to consider in retirement. An equally important factor is how your investments are positioned in the first years before and through retirement. You could be on track for having enough saved for retirement only to have a market downturn wipe out decades of savings. It's imperative that you make the necessary adjustments. For more information, listen to my recent podcast entitled Ways to Avoid Running Out of Money in Retirement. Now, when I sit down with clients, I conduct a comprehensive analysis of their retirement readiness and implement strategies that allow them to optimize their retirement and income during their retirement. Some of these strategies include when to take Social Security. Others are about reducing taxes via Roth conversions or utilizing unique retirement savings vehicles that allow clients to put much more money away towards retirement. And that is just a start of what we can do. If you would like to review your retirement readiness with a certified financial planner and to discuss strategies to maximize your readiness, you can schedule a meeting with me by going on to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com and clicking on the contact page. Well, thank you again for listening. I do hope you found this helpful. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, where I will share how the rule of 72 can help you quickly ascertain what your retirement balance will be by a certain age. As you may recall from way back in episode three, where I first shared about the rule of 72, the rule of 72 is a simple rule that tells us how long it will take for our investments to double given a fixed annual rate of return. 
All you need to do is divide the number 72 by the fixed annual rate of return, and it will tell you roughly how long it'll take for your original investment to double. It's just a simple math trick. Let me give you a few examples. If your average return was 10%, well, you divide 72 by 10%, and you would know that the answer is 7.2. So it would take roughly 7.2 years for your investments to double. Now, in turn, if your average rate of return was 7%, well, you divide 72 by 7, and it would take roughly 10 years for your money to double. To take this example further, let's say you have $400,000 saved by age 40, and let's say you assume a 7% rate of return. Using the rule of 72, you would know that it would take 10 years for your money to double. So, at 40, you would have 400000 So I know that in 10 years, my net money would double. So at age 50, I should have 800000 And by age 60, my money will double again, and I'd have $1.6 million. Now, I need to note that this is calculation is not assuming any additional contributions. This is just strictly growth. So if you are maxing out your IRA at six to 7000 per year, or you are maxing out your 401k at over 20,000 each year, it'll double even faster, assuming the same rate of return. If you want to include the impact of ongoing contributions, there isn't a simple math trick for that, but you will want to use what's called a time value of money calculator, which you can find easily online, and you could find an example of using it on YouTube. Well, I hope you found this helpful. Thank you for listening. Until next time, remember that a better life is the result of better planning. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.